So, Benioff and Weiss have been... Well, they haven't been. They have decided to step down from doing the next trilogy of Star Wars movies. And I'm sure that has absolutely nothing to do with the reception to the final season of Game of Thrones. Or the fact that Kevin Feige had recently been announced that he was going to be doing a Star Wars film? Hmm. I'm sure they're completely unrelated. And since we don't have any more information about this, let's speculate wildly about what's going to be happening with Star Wars on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my latest book, Crucify My Love. And yeah, I'm about to start writing Glorify My Name. I hope, I hope, I hope. Oh, Friday, you're 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 gonna be here too soon. Alrighty. So yeah, you know what we're talking about today? Pure and abject speculation with absolutely nothing to underpin it. Because I, I want to, and it will be fun, at least for me. But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community, the bigger the community, the better the chance that we get to interact with each other. And after all, that's why I do this podcast in the first place. Alrighty, let's just go, because I... (laughs) I should not be as giddy and as excited as I am about this, like somebody losing a job. And let's be honest, they didn't really lose a job because they have publicly stated that they have decided not to do the job. And since they have decided not to do the job, that means that they didn't technically lose it. So I'm allowed to be happy that they decided just not to do it, right? It's not really schadenfreude, is it? Is it? It's probably a little bit of schadenfreude, but you know. A couple seasons ago, if you would have told me, a couple years ago, like four, if you would have told me that Benioff and Weiss were going to be doing a Star Wars trilogy, I would have been just excited. Because at that point, I still loved Game of Thrones, and I still thought Game of Thrones was being put together by a brilliant people, by brilliant people who could do brilliant things on the TV of Matron. And, and, and then the last couple seasons happened, especially the final season, and uh, I no longer feel that way. And I'm not going to rehash a lot of those feelings because I've done episodes on that that you can, if you haven't heard them, you can go back and listen to. But uh, th- there was great dread. Like, I, I fear what J.J. Abrams is going to do with the finale of the Star Wars saga just because... J.J. Abrams isn't the person that I think of when it comes to tying up loose ends. So, yeah, which we've talked about on previous episodes as well, but after everything that happened with Game of Thrones, the mere notion that Benioff and Weiss were going to be doing doing a Star Wars, doing three Star Warses, and being in charge of a story arc. Oh, oh my. Oh, oh my. 
I, I, I don't think that that would make me happy. I don't think that that would have been good. I, I think that that would be terrible. But now that they're gone, and the unrelated news that came a while earlier about Kevin Feige being brought in to do a Star Wars, and I, I will be curious to see if that suddenly becomes a trilogy, or if they move up the Ryan Johnson trilogy, or what they end up doing after this. But like I said, today is for unbridled speculation. So I am going to unbridle my speculation. And so here we go. My personal pet theory right now that I love in my little head canon is that Kevin Feige is going to be launching the Tales of the Jedi movie franchise. Yay! Why do I say this? Because he has a very good track record with making comic books into movies and taking essential elements from comic books, characters, and plot lines and making them into movies. And they're bringing him in for some reason. And the fandom is extremely divided right now because everyone's completely divided right now on everything because reasons. And that's just how we are today because yay. So my my personal pet theory is that the Tales of the Jedi comics are going to get the Kevin Feige treatment and we are going to get some version of the Natist Revolt. We're going to get some version of Knights, the Knights of the Old Republic story. But since that kind of built off of the events that led to... Tales of the Jedi kind of sort of fits into the backstory of the Knights of the Old Republic games. And I don't think that they're going to jump directly into Revan. I think that that would be seen as way too much fan service. I don't think we're ever going to get a Mara Jade movie because they're not going to be that nice to us unless she somehow miraculously shows up in the final chapter of the Star Wars of the Skywalker saga which I I I can see them doing I I I can I have this morbid fear that Mira Jade is going to end up being the name of Rey's mother and that Mira Jade is going to be a descendant of Palpatine and not the emperor's hand but literally the emperor's daughter and yeah i don't want that to happen i'm not a fan of that idea and i'm not being like rah 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 let's do that but they they i i expect the rise of skywalker to be a thoroughly fan service affair because one it's jj abrams two it's jj abrams and three i i've seen the force awakens so, I, I, yeah, you see where this is going. But if they're going to launch a new saga, then I have a feeling to try to placate the fans, because they think that that's the thing that can happen, apparently. At least DC does, and they're wrong, but they're, they're well, I, actually... I would say CBS does as well, because they've tried to placate the fans over Star Trek, too. So, But that's something that you can't do. The, the battle lines that have been drawn are drawn for reasons other than the content or the quality of the media in question. And so there really isn't anything that they could do to apologize or 
whatever, but I, I do expect them to walk back on some things. I expect Ray's parentage to become important because, yeah, that's going to happen. And who knows, because this is the rise of Skywalker, this may be where they also include Mary Jade as her mother and she's Luke's long-lost daughter, which he doesn't reveal to her because, you know, things are true from a certain point of view and he just doesn't want her to make the same mistakes that he did. And by not telling her it's okay or something, I don't know. They're going to do something stupid with Ray's parentage in the next movie. Just mark my words. Because there was such an outrage over a villain who can't be considered reliable in any way, shape, or form saying a thing that may or may not have mattered because Luke, I am your father happened and we had to have that moment in the second part of Star Wars movie because we did. Because rhyming, I don't know. They're going to do something. But I really do think that we're going to see Kevin, Kevin Feige setting up something akin to the Tales of the Jedi. The reason for this is it gives them a completely unique world in which to build, going back to the days of the Old Republic, which will excite a lot of people because there's been a lot of desire to have an Old Republic series. I also don't think that they're going to start with Revan, though they may find a way to put him in as one of the characters' Padawans early on, because let's be honest, they're going to... Disney has learned the power of doing an Infinity War, and if they're ever going to do Darth Revan and that whole thing, they're going to set it up so that it becomes that whole thing. Because Disney wants the money, and the Infinity War and the Endgame made the money, so if they can Infinity War, Endgame, Star Wars to make the money, they're going to do that. And that's the fun thing about the stories of the Tales of the Jedi. One, they're fairly simplistic stories because they were written in 22-page comic books. And don't get me wrong, I love comics and I love the Tales of the Jedi comics, but there's only so much story you can fit into 22 pages of comic. So a lot of events are implied or moved over quite quickly. So there are a lot of things that we could do here that would be interesting and fun and bring in other characters that aren't just the Jedi that we know. Though I think we will see probably some versions of them just so they can do that fan service thing of, see, we listen, we are bringing a legend storyline that was much loved into canon. So the biggest problem that I see with them doing any of the Old Republic storylines, though, even though I know that a lot of people want to see them, and because of that outcry of a lot of people wanting to see them, they're probably going to try to find some way to make that happen. Um, everybody knows how the story of Darth Revan ends. And so the major conceit of that story is blown in that you can't really do a revelation of, oh my goodness, you're Darth Revan if the character is well established. This is why I think if they are going to end up doing the Knights of the Old Republic story that has a lot of people kind of begging for them to do it, 
they're going to go back into the Tales of the Jedi and introduce us to a Padawan who will eventually go away, who will eventually become Darth Revan, or they will introduce us to other characters, possibly even Bastila, though probably not Bastila. They will change the names of the characters enough so that when they introduce the storyline, they can try to find ways to surprise the audience. Because see, this is the problem with any of the adaptations that they're going to do, and you can see this in the Star Wars movies. As they're adapting major Star Wars, um, major Marvel storylines for the live-action movies, they have done things to tweak the characters and the settings to change them in such a way that while there are certain events that they can't change, for example, the snap in Infinity War, many of the emotional beats and many of the story beats that they were able to put through in that movie were a surprise to fans and changed our experience of it because having read Infinity Gauntlet, we knew how Thanos was going to get the Infinity Stones. So they changed where the Infinity Stones were, they changed who had them, what they do, do for some of them, didn't even go into what they do for some of them, like the Soul Stone, and gave us a completely different story that focused more on Thanos as a character and Thanos' motivations than simply the MacGuffin quest to get the stones, even though that that was a big part of the story itself. And in so doing, they were able to still surprise people. And even though a lot of us knew that the snap was coming, it was shocking when it occurred, simply because the mouse allowed Marvel to kill off all of these characters and have the movie have such a downer ending, which up to this point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that had not been allowed. So that was a very powerful moment, but it was able to be a powerful moment because they were able to move pieces around and play with the pre-existing story in a way that worked in the cinematic universe that they were developing. So anything that they try to do with the Old Republic, because I do think we're going to do a time jump. We're either going to go way into the future or way into the past. And please don't do Cade Skywalker. I don't want that. Nobody wants that. Nobody read Legacies. <laughs> well, I'm sure some people did because I did. But nobody liked Legacies. So don't, don't, please, just don't. But anyway, there, there are things that they could do to try to make these stories work. And I think that's kind of the internal discussion going on right now. I think Ryan Johnson probably pitched them an original idea. And that's why his story is kind of tentative into the future, because it requires much more development, because it, they need to make sure that the fan base is ready for characters in a Star Wars film that aren't our main cast. We have seen that that is doable with Rogue One, which introduced us to a lot of new characters and got a lot of people excited. They're doing that with The Mandalorian, which has got a lot of people excited, like me. Can't wait for that. That's my birthday present this year. I get some Disney Plus and The Mandalorian the day after my birthday, so yay! And because of my NaNoWriMo schedule, I will not be talking about The Mandalorian on the podcast until probably sometime in December. So, sorry about that, but I have a book to write. Um... But you can see what they're doing. They're setting us up to get used to Star Wars stories that 
don't involve the main storyline characters in most of the ways that you would expect them to be involved so that they can introduce us to an entirely new cast of characters. This to me is why the Kevin Feige movie is being pitched right now to the public as a one-off, that he is making a film. Because he's going to be the one who sets up whatever Star Wars is going to look like after the Skywalker saga. Because while we love our stormtroopers and all of that, they're going to try to find a new place to go, whether that is an entirely original place, which I highly doubt, because I don't think that the fan base would accept that as readily, especially the mainstream fan base who have not been exposed to the comics or the legacy, the legends books or any of that and aren't used to star Wars, you know, and who aren't currently reading the comics and who aren't used to star Wars, just being strange and having weird characters in it. They may go forward with like a Dr. Aphra or something like that, but I don't think that they're going to set any, I think they're going to kind of cat cut off and make sacrosanct the time of the original trilogy. I don't think any more stories are going to be set in the time of the original trilogy. We're going to get the final capstone probably on the timeline of the Skywalker saga itself with the events of um, the final seasons of the Clone Wars that they're currently developing for Disney+. And The Mandalorian takes place in the weird gap period between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, and they may play more in that timeline, but I, I think The Mandalorian is going to be a major test for that. And that's where a, the vast majority of Star Wars properties going forward are going to be playing with, is when can we set stories, where can we set up hooks where we're not trapped in by events that we have already talked about, but can tell really robust stories using the tools that the Star Wars universe makes available to us. And I, I think that that's where we're going. I think we have to be going back to the Old Republic, mainly because in canon there's so little told to us about that. I think there are interesting things that you could do, especially with the Mandalorian series coming out and the revelation on Star Wars Rebels that there was a Mandalorian Jedi. I think there are some connections that you could do there, setting people up, giving us more lore about the ancient Mandalorians and giving us a Mandalorian Jedi character back in the day. That could be really interesting. I think they're setting themselves up to go backwards in time rather than forwards because that's a safer place to be in some respects because whatever they have happened has already happened. And if it doesn't work, then they can just flip to the other direction and go forward and have to deal with the aftermath of the Skywalker saga. But I don't think that they're going to want to do that. I think they are going to want to treat the Skywalker saga as complete. And so doing events after it isn't really going to work for them. And the idea of it being completed. Because I have a feeling that however the Rise of Skywalker ends, it's going to be this proof that here we are finally this is why i think we're going to find out ray is a skywalker or ray is going to become a skywalker 
and thus the prophecy of the chosen one is going to come full circle somehow and that's how they're going to end the prophecy of the chosen one will come back up in rise of, rise of skywalker in some way shape or form and that's how they're going to want to cap it off and so to do events taking place after rise of skywalker may run the risk of making the prophecy look like it really didn't matter make the skywalker saga itself look like it didn't matter so we're going to jump backwards in time rather than forward personal theory but we'll see if it holds up <laughs> I, I i i get a little weird when it comes to star wars talk and i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did and you haven't already please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on it really does help out a lot if you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. You can also hit me up on social media. I am C.E. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. While you're in the show notes, if you've got a buck you can pass my way, you can join the project either on Patreon or through the listener support system difference between the two is the people on patreon occasionally get stuff hopefully in the new year a lot more stuff um i have plans i want to thank everybody who's already do- doing that that really does help out a lot that is how i between that and the podcast that's how i pay my bills so thank you that sounded way more sarcastic than i intended it thank you very very much it does mean the world to me if you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving trust me i completely understand But if you know somebody you think would like this podcast, do share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. If, let's see, I think that's it. I will, we will be going into pre-taped episodes starting on Friday because it's nano time and yay, I will be writing like crazy. So I do want to make sure I'm putting it out there starting not this Friday, but next Friday, I will be doing kind of weekly roundups of my experience in writing and I would love for you to call in or contact me so I can include your nano nanorimo stories in with my own I think that would be awesome and until next time don't forget have the fun <laughs>